The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. As it's Tuesday, it's time for Mary McKeown and Cal Thomas joining us from the United States. And Cal, we've had news this afternoon that Donald Trump's planned visit to County Clare to Doonbeg before the end of the month is off, which is a bit of a surprise, Cal, given that apparently the FBI has given him back his passport. <laughs> well, welcome back, Matt. You haven't lost your edge. It's nice to hear your voice again. And good to talk uh, to you, yeah, Cal. I think this... <laughs> I think this is uh, rather interesting. Uh, Yeah, they've given back his passports now. I don't know why he wants to leave the country, except maybe for the optics. Maybe he wants to continue to fight uh, the raid on his home. The image, I must say, you know, whether you're for or against Trump, whether you like him or hate him, whether you hope he runs in 24 or hope he doesn't like I do, uh, the specter of... uh, Armed agents outside a virtually empty home with weapons that uh, look like semi-automatic weapons, I think it's disturbing for an awful lot of Americans. You have the Internal Revenue Service now going to hire 87,000 more agents to look into people's taxes. The uh, IRS has recently purchased 5 million pieces of ammunition. This contributes to a lot of fears, especially among the fringe groups in this country, that the government has become their enemy. Are you actually finally complaining about people having access to bullets? I just think it's uh, rather unusual for so many government agencies to have weapons. The Department of Education, the Department of Agriculture, the Internal Revenue Service. Why do all of these federal agencies that have nothing to do with law enforcement have to have guns and millions of rounds of bullets? I just don't get it. I'm just saying that it contributes and Trump has contributed to this by his language uh, into the conspiracy theorists and the, and the view among radicals that their own government is turning against them. That's what I'm concerned about. What do you make of that, Marion McKeown? Well, honestly, Cal, it's a quite amazing to me to hear how, and I'm not just saying you, but how Republicans now sound like the weather underground back in the 70s about the fascist state and the government and all that. A couple of things here. Uh, first of all, I'm surprised. Well, I'm not really surprised he can't, Trump cancelled his visit. I thought he may have come to Ireland for an extended stay until the heat settled, that he might, he might become a local down in Doonbeg. But, um, it's you know, he, he does have his passports back. But, Cal, you know as well as I do that when the FBI conduct a raid, there is procedure they have to follow. No matter whose house they're raiding, they have to take X, Y and Z boxes and they do arrive armed. They do arrive armed no matter whose house it is. And, you know, the fact is that Donald Trump is now, we learned today, under criminal investigation. We also learned that uh, this um, raid on his house, uh, that he violated possibly three different acts when we saw the warrant. And to me, it's quite amazing to hear all a lot of Republicans, including you, Cal, being more concerned about the optics than the fact that Donald Trump may have expo- ex- absconded with nuclear secrets. I mean, where's I'm your concern about that? I'm oh, not okay. a Republican, Marion. Uh, but okay. uh, let, me, let me just say that well, the big the big concern here for a lot of people, and, and again, this should not be partisan, is what is in these uh, this warrant. Uh, 
Trump wants it revealed. He wants it opened up. A lot of Republicans do. The media want it opened up, including uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, which uh, want to see what was in this and what was the justification for the raid. Now, seizing passports, that doesn't seem like anything that would have to do with criminal activity. And how about going into Mrs. Trump's, Melania's closet, unless some of the agents are cross-dressers? What's the point of rifling through her dresses? So people are suspicious of this kind of thing, and transparency and sunshine is the best uh, uh, deterrent to uh, infection. Uh, our, as I write in my column today, our faith in our institutions is falling rapidly. A Gallup poll shows that Congress has only a 7% good approval rating. Uh, the Justice Department, the criminal justice system is down into low double digits. And I think uh, what we've seen with the raid on the Trump House and it's all speculation. We don't know about anything in it. It's just the talking heads on television uh, is going to add to that uh, feeling among a lot of people that, uh, you know, their government, especially when it's run by Democrats, is, uh, is out to get them. See, Marion, is it not very dangerous for a state to actually go after a former politician? Because, you know, in banana republics and other places, retribution can be taken by those who wield power. Is there not a significant danger that what is done to Trump is actually a form of political retribution? No, you know what, Matt, and I think that's a really good point. And we all remember the locker up from Donald Trump about Hillary Clinton, etc. But I think, look, if a former president who everybody knows um, was reckless with top secrets, if a former president decided to cart off a load of classified documents, which we know he did because they recovered them with documents with the highest possible classification. If his lawyers sent a statement, signed a false statement to the FBI saying everything had been returned, you know, if, if that level of deception is going on, what are they hiding? Why do they take those documents? I mean, and, you know, I think all Americans are up or should be concerned and are absolutely right to be concerned. And the FBI, this was a really targeted rail. Cal. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, yes, they, they, they went into Melania's closet. Big deal. You know, so what? That was an area that was marked. For That's what happens in an investigation. <laughs> yeah. The house you know. gets turned over and you oh, don't get that. an off limit on the basis of not going into our underwear. But in this case, Matt, as I understand it, that was one of the only rooms that was cleared for, for a search. So, you know, I mean, they didn't go all over the house and, and the, the 134 rooms. It wasn't a free for all. They, they had specific targeted areas that they searched. And I think the other thing that you have to be concerned about with this is, you know, at the moment, the Secret Service has been wiping and concealing and and doing all kinds of really disturbing things with texts and information all around January 6th. Apparently, the FBI only gave the Secret Service minimal notice because they couldn't trust the Trump security. They couldn't trust Trump security detail down there, basically. So, I mean, this is this is a really serious situation for okay. America. And people like Kevin McCarthy saying he's seen enough. He doesn't. He saw nothing except for Trump's hysterical uh, statements. That's all he's seen. And I think we all, like I said last week on the show, everybody needs to take a deep breath and trust the FBI and the, the Attorney General that they're doing their job. And if they're not, if there is an overreach, then let the appropriate steps be taken. See, Cal, can I put to you the opposite point to what I put to Mary? that this actually is a sign of the strength of American democracy, this particular investigation and the uh, ju- judge giving the 
authorization to the FBI to conduct this search. Let's not call it a raid. It was a properly authorized search because that shows that nobody is above the law in the United States. Even if they're a former president, they get no special treatments. They get treated the same as everybody else. That's a strength of democracy that you, as a conservative, should be applauding and supporting. If it were only true, Matt, if it were only true that the law was applied equal to everybody, rich versus poor, black versus white, the uh, illegal immigration by the millions now coming across our southern border, it's just not true. If you're rich and can afford a lawyer, you can get off even from murder charges. I give you O.J. Simpson as a perfect example of that, and there are many, many others. Sorry, hold Look, on, sorry, I, sorry, hold on one second. Sorry, Carl, I have to interfere. It's interrupt there. There was a trial held there, and a jury came to a decision, yeah, whether you like right. it or not. So the point I'm making to you is that even if you, call, if you take hundreds, thousands of other examples, where you feel the law has not been applied, where there's no better place than to see it applied than to the former President of the United States and allow due process and a due investigation to be conducted. Well, let me add just to uh, your comment about equal treatment under the law, Hillary Clinton's emails on her private server. The former uh, FBI director, James Comey, acknowledged that she had violated two federal statutes, but but uh, gave her a pass because he said she didn't do it intentionally. Now, try that uh, on any road in Ireland when you're stopped by the Garda for speeding and say, I didn't do it intentionally. Do you think the police officer is going to let you go? Just not true. Now, this judge who authorized the search or raid, depending on your point of view, now has a request before him to release the contents of the uh, affidavit that led to the warrant that led to the uh, to the search. I want to see what's in that. Now the Justice Department is saying, oh, we can't do that because that might compromise the investigation. Well, then you're just feeding the conspiracy theorists. I mean, this is a very important point you made earlier about a banana republic. Uh, this is not the way the United States ought to to be handling things with its own government seen as the enemy of individuals. And by the way, uh, the President of the United States, whoever it is, has the constitutional right to, on his own, declassify classified information. That's another issue that's oh, going to be before the court. I'm sorry, Cal, I don't um, think that's quite true. Marion, you might be able to clarify that particular point. Just because the former president yeah. says something is declassified, don't make it so. Well, exactly. It's as though Trump believes that he can wave a wand and go abracadabra, I declassify you, and suddenly all these documents are magically declassified. That is not how it works, especially for a non-sitting president. Uh, Even Joe Biden, if he wanted to declassify top secret documents related to signals intelligence and nuclear secrets, uh, cannot just do it. Because if you declassify something, if you declassify, we'll say, documents relating to nuclear secrets, then you can pass them all over the walls of every wall in the country. You can put them on billboards because once something is declassified, it's declassified for everybody. There's no partial declassification. Uh, So this is a nonsense. It has to go through all kinds of procedures. I spoke to an FBI friend of mine and she said it would take months. She said there would be a significant electronic trail and a significant paper trail before documents at that level, at the SC1 level, TS, could be declassified. So Donald Trump cannot just do that on his own. It, it, It just doesn't happen that way.
Okay, listen, I want to move on. And Cal, I will be back to you in a second. I want to start this with Marion because you've spent time writing for the Business Post uh, in relation to Liz Cheney, who's going to lose the Republican nomination for the forthcoming uh, elections, isn't she? She is. I mean, and and the thing is, she, she, even if she won, she'd lose because if she if she uh, did but win by some fluke today, you can be sure everybody'd be jumping up and down saying election fraud, election fraud. But you know, I just spent uh, quite a bit of time in Wyoming. I can't see any way, based on on just speaking to literally hundreds of people, that she could win this. The, the strength of feeling against her in Wyoming is quite remarkable, except for a couple of counties, Albany County, which is where Laramie is and uh, Teton County, which is where Jackson is, which, of course, is home to all the Democratic billionaires. Uh, but, but um, no, she's she's seen as an absolute traitor to the party because the, the Republicans in Wyoming take it as an article of faith that Donald Trump won the election. They cannot understand why she would turn against Trump when the election was stolen from him. And that's the basis of their grief, really. And it's ironic because the Cheneys were, were royalty in Wyoming until uh, prior to January 6th. And uh, as I say, she's expected to lose and lose soundly. But this is, I suspect, and I've said this on the show before, just one step on, on Liz Cheney's future political road. And I do think, if not in 24, that she'll certainly run for president in 28 or 32, when I assume they hope this Trump fever will have broken. Yes. And Cal, would she be your type of conservative or Republican (laughs) that you would be happy to see in the White House rather than somebody of Trump's ilk? Well, she has no uh, base, uh, Matt. I mean, uh, she has no political base, and you have to have a political base among Republicans in your own party in order to uh, successfully win a primary in the general election. No, you don't. Trump Trump had no, sorry, Cal, Trump had zero base when he started. Zero. I think she's going to, uh, if I can continue my sentence, please, I think she's going to run in 2024 because she has said that she would do anything possible to keep Donald Trump from occupying the Oval Office again. I think she's going to be the Ross Perot of 2024. You'll recall that in 1992, Perot challenged George H.W. Bush, divided the Republican vote, and allowed Bill Clinton to win the election for the Democrats. I think you're going to see that in 2024 with Liz Cheney. And added to that, Marion, could it be that the best possible candidate for the Democrats for the Republicans run in 24 could be Trump? Because Trump would get the moderate vote out to vote against him, would get the Democratic vote out in a way that maybe a different Republican candidate, even if it was the likes of a DeSantis, wouldn't provide the same motivation. Yeah, I, I think that's really true. And for people who say that the, the raid was political, uh, the worst scenario for Democrats is that Donald Trump couldn't run in 2024. You know, I mean, I, I, so I, I would immediately say that who who is, I would say, feeling the consequence of this, like Joe Biden had the most successful week of his entire presidency last week. Nobody was talking about it, not a single word, because it was all Trump all the time. So, and in fact, today, Joe Biden is signing a bill, which is one of the most significant legislative achievements of any president in decades. And, and again, there's almost no word about it, uh, which will deal with corporate taxes, climate change, making drugs more affordable to older people. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's doing a lot of stuff, but it's getting no attention because Donald Trump sucks up all the oxygen every time he appears for whatever reason. Carl Thomas, would you agree? Successful week, even if he's not getting the credit for, for Joe Biden, the man's getting things done. 
Well, he went on vacation, and that was one of the problems. Uh, he, he decided now to interrupt his vacation to come back and sign the bill. And look, once again, it's nothing like it is being uh, called. They changed the name on the bill from Build Back Better to the Inflation Reduction Act. This is like calling something that has nothing to do with civil rights a civil rights bill. It's all political theater. There are going to be huge tax increases, particularly for the middle class, 87,000 new IRS agents, new spending, which is all Democrats know how to do, and uh, it's going to put us further in debt, which is already at $33 trillion and counting. That debt increased dramatically under Donald Trump's watch. It did. It did. You're absolutely right. Thank you very much, Carl Thomas and Marion McKeown. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-